This is the Latin Alternative Podcast from WEXT Radio. Visit us online at wextradio.org. Como estas? You're tuned in to the Latin Alternative, a full hour of the best in Latin rock, funk, hip-hop, electronic, and tropical music. I'm your co-host, Josh Norick, joined once again by my esteemed colleague, Dr. Ernesto Lechner. Hola, amigos. Today we're traveling back in time 40 years to a very eccentric year in the annals of Latin music, 1982, 1982, where the inescapable influence of synth-pop from all over the world and the novel production techniques of the time tainted the sound of Brazilian music, salsa, and Latin rock. But at the same time, it was a year when many masters of the respective genres experienced a creative peak. A year like no other in terms of content and purpose and sound, wouldn't you say, hermano Josh? Yes, indeed, Ernesto. You know, the, the 80s are a funny time, right? I mean, even if you look at the 80s in Anglo music, what started in the early 80s morphed into something quite different by, by the late 80s. And I think it was fun and interesting to go back to this point in time in Latin music. And uh, Ernesto, you know, I'm a huge fan of Ray Barreto. You know, I guess you could say a, a pioneer of Latin soul and boogaloo. And clearly in 82, he was still going strong, making some interesting tracks. This one's a little bit more traditional, I, I feel like, but I dig it. I've been a fan of the song for some time. This is Manos Duras from Ray Barreto featuring Ray de la Paz from the album Rhythm of Life.
You are tuned in to The Latin Alternative. This is the Latin Alternative today, a very particular sonic odyssey as we explore the Latin soundscapes of 1982. And of course, we were going to visit Brazil, right, Hermano Josh, and we listened to the wondrous Gal Costa, uh, that was the track Azul, from the album Niña Voz, 
my voice from 1982 and I really like it. This is a very devilish x-ray of the early 80s sonics in Brazil because it's all over the place. It has of course the soulful qualities of Gal Costa's voice that never changes. She's still recording music now in her 70s. Um, but you also have some like a disco-ish intro and some synthesized strings and then you have that early 80s aesthetics, synth pop and it's all mixed up. This is a record that had no promotion from the label at the time uh, and yet it managed to sell a very healthy, I think it was over 400,000 copies, something that sounds even miraculous in this day and age. And you know that I'm an expert in all things Latin music, hermano, but I want to know who or what is Mandrill? Well, Ernesto, if you were a connoisseur of uh, 70s and 80s funk, you'd know about Mandrill. They were are singing English. They're from New York. And I've been a fan of them. They were, you know, they never were at the same level as like the Ohio Players or Parliament Funkadelic, but they definitely had a, mo- a following among funk aficionados. But Mandrill, the core members were three Panamanian brothers who grew up in New York. And their funk, while in English, did often have, uh, you know, some, some Latin undercurrents to it. And so uh, this album... Album Energize came out in 82. I don't think it was one of their biggest hit records or anything, but I felt it would be fun to include a funk jam. This track is called Put Your Money Where Your Funk Is, and it's going back to 1982, Mandrill. Go right. 
This is the Latin alternative. Como estas? You're plugged in to the Latin alternative. Y si muero de un beso no sentiré ningún dolor No alimento más nada 
This is Latin Alternative, and we just listened to some early 80s merengue, the authentic stuff from the Dominican Republic, no less. Uh, that was the voice of Johnny Ventura. Uh, we lost him recently, I believe. A prodigious discography he left behind. His first hit, hermano, was La Agarradera. That was, I think, 1962 or 1961, around that time. And he continued releasing many, many albums throughout the years, about one record per year. Not only merengue, he also recorded a lot of traditional salsa and pan-tropical stuff. But I wanted to celebrate his 1982 recording El Sueño. It's one of his great, you know, the apex of Johnny Ventura and his style. This was Las Mujeres, traditional merengue and the ending track of the album El Sueño. Hermano, do you like Venezuelan music? I do, Ernesto, but it tends to be of the more contemporary variety bands like Los Amigos Invisibles or Cuarto Poder. I know, hermano. And if you ask Los Amigos Invisibles about Waco, I'm sure that Julio Briceño, the singer, and Jose Luis Pardo, the former guitarist and composer, they will go crazy because Waco is a Venezuelan institution. Uh, so we're going to listen to them because in the early 80s, they changed their sound. And I think there was a big influence from Cuba because this era of Waco at times sounds like, if in the 70s, they sounded a lot, a lot like Carlos Santana and they did that whole guitar heavy fusion of tropical rock. In the early 80s, they went more the Cuban way, the music that was then called Songo and would later become known as Timba, Banza Glos Bamban and then Nene La Banda. It's a very flavorful, almost like a tropical funk pop. Um, we've listened to them before. This is Waco from the album Waco 82, Pastelero.
ese pastelito Que yo se lo brindo, yo se lo brindo como es Ay, no sé lo que está el mambo sonando Sí, allí Dani Tómate tu pastelito pues.
Listening to the Latin Alternative and a spotlight on the music of 1982. Yes, 40 years back. If you like what you've been hearing on the Latin Alternative, please do follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Latin Alternative. On Twitter, our ID is Latin Alt. You can also stream the weekly podcast edition of the show by simply searching for the Latin Alternative on Spotify, Apple, or iHeartRadio. Track we just heard, Si La Ven by Puerto Rico's legendary Sonora Ponceña. And that track has a deeper cut from their classic. 1982 album determination. Something very interesting that was happening at the time in Puerto Rico, hermano, was that the great tropical orchestras of La Isla del Encanto, they stayed a little behind. Yes, the sound became a little more muscular, but it's still rooted in 70s hardcore salsa. So 1982 saw the release of wonderful traditional salsa albums with La Sonora Ponceña and also by the Gran Combo and this other Puerto Rican orchestra that I definitely recommend called La Terrifica. And I like it how the sound becomes punchy. It, it has a sheen of early 80s, but not quite. It's still, I would say, all 70s splendor. Something similar happened to Milton Nascimento. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yes, Ernesto, the legendary Afro-Brazilian artist heavily influenced by the Beatles, and I believe um, found a lot of support from David Byrne on various compilations as well, right? Yes, and, um, you know, a, a globetrotter, really. Milton Nascimento collaborated with many artists, with Pat Metheny, with James Taylor, and famously, on the epic Duran Duran wedding album from the early 90s, there is one track that is actually a duet with Milton, and I had the chance of asking Milton, why would you do that? 
ciudad, Milton, why did you record with Duran Duran Duran? And he told me, well, I just love all kinds of music. They asked me to do it and I said, why not? Of course. And that was a lovely track. In 1982, Milton releases one of his best albums, Anima, and again, it has that synthesized approach that would become prevalent in the 80s, but it's also very soulful and very analog. I picked the title track off of that. It's one of my favorite Milton Nascimento compositions. I think it's absolutely stunning, and it's a very deep, almost spiritual experience listening to this track. So here he is, Milton with Anima from 1982. Achou de nomear, gritando alma Recria cada momento belo já vivido E mais atravessar fronteiras do amanhecer E ao entardecer, olhar com calma Então, alma vai além de tudo que o nosso mundo ousa perceber Cheia de coragem, vida Tira a mancha que há no meu ser Te quero ver, te quero ser Alma Viajar nessa procura toda de me lapidar Neste momento agora de me recriar De me gratificar, de
This is the Latin alternative. Listening to the Latin Alternative, an hour of the best in Latin rock, funk, hip hop, and electronic music.
This is the Latin Alternative. I'm having the time of my life today, hermano Josh, because we're going back in time. I love the sonic explorations, 1982, and everything that was happening in music. And of course, I wanted to be balanced when researching and selecting tracks for this episode. Uh, you know, it would be very easy to just play salsa or Brazilian, but I wanted to explore other countries as well. So we went to Colombia. Abelardo Carabono, a very psychedelic guitarist. He's been homaged in recent years with a wonderful compilation, El Maravilloso Mundo de Abelardo Carbono. This is how I discovered Carolina, the track we just listened to, which is actually from uh, the 1982 LP Abelardo Carbono y su conjunto. Abelardo was not only a keen guitarist, but he was also a um, member of the police force with Colombian, with the Colombian authorities. Isn't that interesting? A guitarist who's also a policeman. Ernesto, I'm allow not allowed to divulge their identities, but I actually know a few American hip hoppers who are also police people. <laughs> All right. And we've been playing some hits today, some tracks that um, are mainstream, that reasonable um, um, fans of, of Latin music will recognize. But we're also going to delve, we're going to go a little deeper. We're going to listen to an album that I just discovered from Argentina when, again, staying behind somehow in Argentina, progressive rock was still huge in the early 80s. It took a few years until people gravitated to new wave and synth pop and such and post-punk. So at the time it was still very trendy to record some grand progressive rock soundscapes. And that's exactly what the band Avatar did. They only released one LP sadly, Mejor es hoy, Better is today. And this is the track that I really love. You know, it, it's not um, state-of-the-art production, but I love the textures, I love the musicality, I love the ambition. I love prog rock. I love Argentinian prog rock. So, Todos los Cuentos by Avatar.
I'm Josh Norick, and this is The Latin Alternative. Listening to the Latin Alternative and a spotlight on the music of 1982. Yes, traveling 40 years back, we just heard the track Quedandote Oshendote from legendary Argentine rocker and singer songwriter Luis Alberto Spinetta, who was also a member previously of the group Almendra. And uh, perhaps uh, Spinetta, one of his other great contributions is being the father of Dante Spinetta, the one of the co leaders of Ilya Kuriaki and the Valderamas, the 
funk hip-hop group that was so big in the late 90s and early 2000s in Argentina. Absolutely, hermano. He is the father of Dante Spinetta, uh, who's still creating great music. Sadly, Luis Alberto Spinetta left the world a little too early for my taste, but he left behind a discography that, you know, you would need an entire lifetime to explore it. In 1982, he was going through a creative apex, like many of the artists in this episode. And that's what makes it so interesting, that the sound of the times, they were changing. Uh, but the artists at that time were compositionally experiencing this, this moment of unstoppable creativity. And Spinetta released the album Kamikaze. There's so many tracks to pick off of that album, but Quedandote Oyendote was the one that I think is perfect for now that we're ending this retrospective of 1982. And if you like what you've been hearing on The Latin Alternative, please do follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Latin Alternative. On Twitter, our ID is LatinAlt. You can also stream the weekly podcast edition of the show by searching for The Latin Alternative on Spotify, Apple, or iHeartRadio, or simply heading to thelatinalternative.com. Ernesto, what are we going to wrap things up with today? Hermano, how about some wistful, nostalgic, cinematic, Brazilian-influenced Argentinian music to end the show with? Me parece perfecto. I'd love to hear it. So 1982 is the year when multi-instrumentalist Pedro Aznar releases his first solo album. Pedro went to uh, the Berklee College of Music and he met Pat Metheny and in fact toured uh, with the Pat Metheny group for many years. We've played recordings from all of that in the past. And the interesting thing was that Pedro was, I think, just graduating or still in school when he recorded his first album. And he is very young. He's a little hesitant. The compositions are a little rustic, but he's surrounded by some great players like Mithini and company. And uh, the opening track of his self-titled debut, Pedro Aznar in 1982, is absolutely gorgeous. It's a version of a Brazilian tune. This is Septiembre by Pedro Aznar from 1982. Thank you so much for joining us. Hasta la próxima. Adios.
I'm Josh Norick for The Latin Alternative. The technical producer is Dave Michaels for WEXT. The Latin Alternative is a production of Josh Norick and WEXT Amsterdam, New York, a listener-supported service of WMHT Educational Telecommunications.